Wait a minute, I hear something. Everybody, welcome back again. It's another episode of Doctor Movie, and we're still going through. Seems like the unending list of so-called demons movies, uh, which started off all the way back with the Lamberto Night Bava 1985 demons. You know the uh, Dario Argento produced or presents, however you want to put it, all the way up to this one, which is number nine. <laughs> On the list. We've gone through nine movies, but this one's only known as Demon 7, The Inferno. <laughs> Don't know why. No idea why. It's, it's amazing. The last movie, which was The Black Cat, was considered Demon 6, which, even though it's called The Black Cat, and even advertised as Edgar Allan Poe's Black Cat has nothing to do with Edgar Allan Poe's Black Cat, which you heard on the last episode. And this movie, Dark Tower, called Demon 7, The Inferno. Why is it The Inferno? There is no reasoning for why this is called The Inferno. Just saying. But what's funny about this one, this one is more like Edgar Allan Poe's Black Cat than the movie that's called The Black Cat. So uh, this will be interesting. 1987. It's a horror mystery thriller. And uh, we, we've we got a bit to talk about right here. We will get right on into the synopsis here. It says, Carolyn Page is a well-known architect busy working on the most ambitious skyscraper of her career. Things are running smoothly until a, until a window washer mysteriously falls to his death in front of the building and other accidents follow. And soon the tower is enveloped in rumors of ghosts. That's as far as it goes. Uh, ghosts and evil spirits. So yeah, pretty good explanation. Uh, that's pretty much this movie in a nutshell, really. Uh, as far as a cast, we've got Jenny Ugader again, uh, who has popped up a couple of times in these conversations, which I'm a big fan of. I mean, I, I love her in Logan's Run. I loved her in a movie called Equus that maybe I need to cover sometime. Super disturbing movie. Uh, the obvious American Werewolf in London. I mean, so she's just one of those figures that we grew up with. We got Michael Moriarty in this. Moriarty. 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 You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, if you don't, I mean, he's he's in a bunch of stuff, lots of movies. The stuff, as a matter of fact, a bunch of stuff. He's in the stuff. He's in uh, Q, the Winged Serpent, which is uh, a Larry Cohen flick. Uh, again, uh, Return to Salem's Lot, Pale Rider. Uh, it's a live three, staying with the Larry, Larry Cohen stuff. Uh, uh, for the most part, you got Kevin McCarthy in this. You can never go wrong with Kevin McCarthy, right? Uh, for the most part, that's pretty much your your big hits. Doug Jones does play a corpse in this. <laughs> just just to let you know that uh, you know we do we do have uh, some heavy hitters here. 
but yeah, let's uh, let's get into this one. As it said, uh, Jenny is a uh, Jenny. Well, her Carolyn in the movie Jenny Ugger is playing a character named Carolyn, architect. This very cool skyscraper. She's got a group of investors that have come in. She's showing them around. She goes upstairs to to, to change clothes because she's got another meeting. And there's a window washer outside way up high where her office is. And he's kind of peeking in, seeing her changing her clothes. She shuts the blinds and here's a ruckus out there. And something is flailing this guy around, trying to knock him out of the, the little window washing cart that's suspended from the roof. And uh, eventually he like bashes his head on, on the glass when she's looking. And then he just falls out, you know, backwards falls to his death and not only does he fall but he falls on top of one of the investors that's outside too and kills that guy <laughs> so that's kind of a cool little twist there right the dude falls out and falls on a guy and kills him too kind of goes back to george carlin's idea of the perfect murder he said i figured out the perfect murder you pick up one guy by his ankles and you kill another guy with him <laughs> They got two dead bodies, no murder weapon. There you go. And that's kind of what happens here. Well, cops get involved, start checking it out. They know that something odd is happening here. And uh, as the story goes on, more and more people start getting knocked off. One guy gets in the elevator. Well, one of the investigators, right, gets in the elevator. He's going up. And you see all these things where people are reacting to something, but you don't see what it is. He's in the elevator. He freaks out just kind of stares up at the roof kind of kind of deal um and then he uh decides that he's gonna try to shoot and kill jenny uggeter's character uh, carolyn and she's coming out of an elevator and he's just blasting shooting people left and right coming out of there and uh you know they're trying to figure out what made this guy do this right and as the story goes on you, you get more and more of a story. Well, our main character, uh, Dennis, which is Michael Morati, is he constantly keeps seeing this figure, right? He sees this person standing there and uh, in, in like a suit, but he has no eyes. And uh, I kind of have to go back to this part because this is kind of weird because he meets Jenny... Uh, when this accident first happens, when the, the window washer guy falls out. And he goes home, and obviously he's in bed with his, I don't know. I don't think it's his wife. I think it's a woman that he works with, but they're, you know, kind of friends with benefits or whatever. And he's fantasizing about being with, with Carolyn. And uh, in this fantasy, he uh, either either she's... I don't know what's going on here, but he sees a picture of a guy on her desk or whatever. And uh, later on, when the second thing happens, he goes up to talk to her and just question her. That same picture is on her desk, and it's the same person that was in the picture, which is her husband, who looks a lot like this character that he's seeing that's floating around with no eyes. It just disappears all the time. Uh, we get a series of, you know, security guards that kind of get knocked off. You know, it's kind of your typical setup for a haunted building kind of story. And like I said, if you remember earlier, I said it's a lot like the Black Cat because it does have those things of somebody was wrongfully murdered and it was covered up. 
Well, as this goes along, that's what you find out. You, you, you know, you feel sympathy for, for Carolyn because it seems like this entity is coming after her and you're not exactly sure why. So our investigator goes and gets this uh, professor who's all about communicating the dead, right? A paranormal, you know, activist. Max Gold is his name. And he goes into this place, and he's been very unsuccessful at communicating with the dead. And he goes into this place, and it's pretty obvious. It doesn't want him in there. And uh, he's like, look, this could be good for both of us. Uh, I could get some, some notoriety, and you know, you can kind of figure out what you need to do and tell me what you need, and then you can rest in peace. And uh, the ghost doesn't like that idea. So in order to uh, solve all of this, he reaches out to Kevin McCarthy, who's this character named Sergi. Um, this is this is the other thing too. I'm I don't think this is an Italian flick. Everything else has been, and uh, let me look at that real quick. Yeah, it was shot in Barcelona, uh, so Spain, right? Uh, this is not uh, not an Italian flick. Pretty interesting. Uh, which explains why they were speaking Spanish in part of it. Um, so, you get Kevin McCarthy and, and this, uh, this paranormal guy and uh, Dennis, which is the investigator that's our main character. They go in here and they're somewhat battling the evil. And you keep getting these... Uh, premonitions of stuff that's gonna happen you know you get this thing where it shows uh carolyn's character running through this hallway and something's chasing her but you don't see what it is and uh it's uh <laughs> it's uh it gets pretty interesting to where um our three guys are are in the building trying to i guess contact the dead Dead ain't liking it. Uh, ends up killing off Kevin McCarthy, but not before we find out what's really going on. And what has happened is Carolyn's character killed her husband uh, because he was holding up progress of this great project. So he is dead and buried inside this building somewhere. Well, we find out where. And uh, it's just like the black cat, right? And they bust open the wall and there's his corpse. Except the corpse kind of jumps up and says, Howdy, and starts chasing her, right? And we get that premonition shot like I talked about earlier. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a pretty cool-looking corpse, except it's still got eyeballs. So it kind of, I don't know, the eyes looked a little too uh, new <laughs> for the age of the corpse. Just saying. That's the only thing that kind of throws it off, but... It's this has got some pretty good moments. It reminds me a lot of Poltergeist Three in a way. So if you took like the the aesthetics of Poltergeist Three and then put it in you know the Black Cat story, that's kind of what you're getting here. So it's really not a bad movie. Uh, it's not a great movie. It's very kind of slow paced, but overall I actually kind of enjoyed this one. Um, it, it's just a solid 
flick that feels a lot like Stir of Echoes, The Changeling. It it, it, it kind of fits right into those, right? Why it's in the Demons catalog? No idea, right? It doesn't make any sense. Also, the fact of all the other movies have been Italian that's in this Demons catalog, why is this one in there? How did Who, who decided to make this Demon 7? <laughs> it's just amazing, folks. Um, but anyways... I'm gonna I'm gonna give this movie a three out of five. Uh, it's probably a little closer to a two, but it's really not that bad. It's just it's pretty predictable. You kind of feel like you know what's going on. Uh, the kills are pretty standard. There's 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 nothing really that stands out about this one. You kind of feel like you know what's going on pretty early on, and uh, you know good cast. Just kind of a bland kind of movie. But at the same time, eh, I didn't mind watching it. I don't know that I'll watch it again. But um, I don't regret seeing it, which is saying a lot. <laughs> I can say that about a lot of flicks, right? So yeah, there you go. That's my thoughts on uh, Dark Tower. Now, not the Dark Tower, the Stephen King story that they made a so-called movie of not too long ago. This is from 1987, so don't get them confused when you look them up if you're going to try to watch it. Uh, you saw the artwork on, on the beginning of this episode, which, you know, just looks like a, a coffin instead of a building, right? That kind of thing. But, um, I don't know. I, I give this, uh, like I said, uh, uh, did I say a two? Three? Somewhere around in there. I didn't forget what I said. Anyways, uh, that's my thoughts on this one. If you have any information on this one, uh, if it's a favorite of yours, yeah, pipe in. Let me know uh, some ins and outs of this one. Uh, this one's still another kind of new one to me as far as all this stuff. But really surprised at the cast. And uh, it just kind of falls a little flat. So you would expect more with the cast that we got. That's pretty much it for this episode, folks. Uh, I guess till then, we will check you next time. So adios. Dr. Boobie! Dr. Boobie!